Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug. Your co-host is normally the Pope and the mother is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 NRL and AFL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to The Modler. Good to be here again. Uh, I won't waste too much time on my introductions because we've got, uh, got some exciting ones to to come along with the old prodigal son. So we've had to... we've had some barefoot punter royalty just step back into the room, uh, Modler. Very, very exciting. We uh, threw out the text message a little bit beforehand and he said, no worries, boys, I'll come in and, and say good day. It's a big welcome back to the program to Logical. Hello, Mug. Hello, Modler. Haven't things changed since I left? You've got a major sponsor. You've got the modeler full time. You've got someone who actually has some substance to what he's saying. You know, things have really kicked on. But what I love is whilst things change, some things stay the same and the jingle is still there. I know over many a time people have tried to rubbish the jingle and get rid of the jingle, but it's still there. So I'm great. I feel like I'm back home again. Uh, very good, mate. Well, good to see you and good to have you on the program. And maybe fill, uh, fill the listeners in with, with what you've been up to and what's been occupying your time. Well, firstly, Mug, um, you know, after a season full of bag, a season full of bags of money and tipping numerous winners by yourself, and years of biding your time and earning respect, I've been summoned here tonight. The main reason I'm here, I've been summoned here tonight on behalf of the barefoot and punting community to rebrand, rename your fine self as to the artist formerly known as the Mug. <laughs> No, it's a bit too much of a mouthful. I think they're logical. I'm not you sure. Can't, we'll... You can't be called the mug anymore. You're just tipping and winners left, right and centre. I hear things are going well. So uh, I think we need a rebrand. Yeah, well, mate, that's very kind of you to say. And while we're on that uh, model, we might as well have a quick uh, betting re- review. Um, mate, I notice your computer is still intact and in one piece. So that must mean only one thing. That must mean the Knights won. But tell me about it. They did, yeah. They uh, they got the chocolates over the Warriors on the weekend, which was good to see. So we don't have to um, write them off just yet. We don't have to throw an asterisk next to them. So happy to uh, happy to play along there. That was a good win. At uh, I think it was two ten. Might have come in a bit pre-game. Uh, the other ones we had Souths dollar um, forty two. I think I was tipping up lines and margins on the potty. So that was a good get. They they covered quite easily in the end. Uh, and then. Uh, Couple that didn't quite get up, and I think the doggies and the well, yeah, the Titans, um, which was a real ordinary, not so much a bad beat, but just a implosion, if you like. Um, yeah, twenty four four, I think it was at halftime, and then just uh, yeah, decided to throw the game away with short kickoffs and that kind of thing. So yeah, not not too good there, but um, yeah, good to have a couple of wins there anyway. Very good, man. I think you're uh, 50-50 uh, on the AFL with the Tigers covering and the Pies uh, doing it easy and, and getting across head-to-head as well. Uh, the Pies, okay. that, was a, that was a good one as well. Uh, for myself, I um, oh, couldn't really claim the, uh, the Pies. I, I did put that out on... Um, I did put that one out on the Sunday night tweet the other week at 18 and a half. And then I tipped it up again at 10 and a half. Still thought it was bettable at the 10 and a half. 
Um, so there was that one. And then there was the two overs, Gold Coast uh, over and um, the Gold Coast Hawks over and the Brisbane uh, GWS over. And um, and I think that might be a, a little bit of a strategy that we have to stick to with with the Hawks and also with the GWS, just that new game style. So I think uh, I think there's a bit in that one that, that covered pretty, pretty easily as well. So, um, again, another good weekend for the barefoot punter. We, you know, we keep uh, we keep keep going pretty well so yeah, the uh, artist formerly known as the mud you you have added um totals to your repertoire i've noticed this year more you used to stick to to match and handicap but you've really stepped it up and totals are became becoming one of your things at the moment well mate we haven't got you here so i've got to uh, i've got to throw the odd total out every every now and again um and look i think there was a couple of pretty obvious ones uh, last week with which we had that information from the obnoxious one on gws and the hawks just keep blowing these uh totals out of the water so i don't think there was too much uh science science behind it it was uh, i thought there were a couple of pretty pretty obvious ones and, and they both got over so that was that was great for the listeners and i guess while we're on that logical we got the collection tin on the website now as well so if you like what we're doing and you've had a little win on the punt uh you can feel free to go to the uh, barefootpunter.com.au you can just go there. You can shake the collection tin, put a few little coins in there, and um, and now logical that you've you've made your way onto the program. You'll be invited to the Christmas party, so that's really going to help us out at the Christmas party. If a few people come and uh, shake the tin, so uh, get over there and uh, and do that and, and make us feel good. Um, will there what, be will there be full strength beer at the Christmas party? Well, yeah, you can't get it at the MCG even night time, uh, logical, but there definitely will be some at uh, at the Barefoot Punter Christmas party. I can I can assure you of that. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but uh, Modler, did you see any bad beats out there over the weekend? Um, trying to think of some off the top of my head. I think I've, I've mentioned the Titans one, and again, it's not really a bad beat as much as uh, yeah, an implosion. I guess they just decided to. Yeah, throw the game away after half time. I think, um, yeah, they went for a short kickoff when they were 16 points up or something like that, which is quite unheard of. And Brisbane went away and scored from that short kickoff straight away. So, um, yeah, that one wasn't meant to be. Um, I don't think I saw any in the footy myself, but I'm happy to happy to throw it over to you to speak to anything. Yeah, well, uh, I, I know a good friend of the program, Rixie, uh, seemed to think that uh, that Titans was, that Titans plus was a, a bit of a bad beat. And I'm sure if you're on that, that's a sick watch, just watching your team, you know, just go from hero to zero uh, in, in, in pretty quick time as well. Um, you could be saying the same thing about the Tigers uh, on Friday night against the Swans. And, uh, and I know there was a couple of punters felt, felt a bit ill around that. Uh, Michael Dennis, and um, and also uh, we had another one there as well. Oh, Tom Coppendale. Uh, he had the double there on the total points over and Richmond to win. So he was a little bit sick there. Uh, as I mentioned, Michael Dennis, um, he was also a bit sick on the Essendon uh, over as well. He only needed, uh, I think, a couple of points. He only needed four points uh, in the last quarter, I think, to get over on that one. And they only managed a couple Essendon. So... That's uh, that's not great. Uh, Shane Campbell uh, had Atkins uh, for 15 possessions and uh, Atkins has been a consistent performer over the last couple of years. And he's a great little one to just chuck in your uh, in your multis for 15 disposals. You can usually get him around a dollar thirty dollar forty. And uh, but Atkins, despite having 17 tackles in the game, um, came up short for the first time this year with 14 disposals. So Shane Campbell is feeling a little bit uh a, a little bit, uh, uh, I guess, uh, upset about that one. 
And um, and I think that's about about it. Michael Dennis was also a crook on the uh, on the Heat Celtics total points over in in uh, in Game Seven as well, which I'm sure there was a few punters on that one. So definitely plenty out there. Uh, logical. Have you been seeing it? And have you had your ear to ground on any sick beats? Or or maybe maybe you can talk to us about some sick beats that you've heard of from the metaverse. <laughs> I haven't been watching a lot of football, Mug, or the artist formerly known as a Mug. Um, I've been, I've been to the, I went to the Saints Kangas game on the weekend. Uh, I went to a, a Collingwood Richmond game a few weeks back, but not watching as much football as I would like. So uh, I thus haven't seen a lot of bad beats. I haven't got a good feel for week to week, but I had, I've had a little bit of a look at the futures. I feel like this year is a really interesting year. It's either it's a bit of a change in the guard year whereby the teams at the top of the premiership uh, market are sort of like well-established, you know, uh, hardened experienced teams like Freo and Carlton are up there, you know, before last weekend, I was thinking, you know, like Freo, they were third favourite a while back and I was like, I just can't see them really challenging for the flag. Obviously they're a chance, but I just thought, you know, like them and Carlton, St Kilda, Sydney, you know, hard to see them winning the flag. And, and, you know, so they're all at the top of the market. It feels like it's a really soft year. Um, but coming into the finals, a team with without injuries could could steal one. So someone, if, if Melbourne doesn't win it, which they look well ahead of everyone else, but if they don't win it, um, someone could really steal, steal a flag. So it's a, quite a soft year. Um, you know, and then I had a quick look at some of the futures tonight just before I was coming on. Coleman medal. I saw Charlie Kerno, two dollar fifty favorite. I see. I know his injury history and what he's like as a player. I just. I. I think. Well, two fifty. Might want to be betting around that, wouldn't you? That, that he's either going to strike an injury or is probably going to be rested at some stage. Uh, it's not like he's a, a superstar. You know, he's only really played those 11, 11 games where he's kicking goals at that rate. So I could see him coming off. Um, um, not. Not a rising star. Interesting. I know Nick Dacos was really. Really well fancied early early on the season, which almost got to unbackable odds, but feels like it's pretty open now. Um, John Newcomb sort of dropped off last week, and you know there's these other guys like Sam DeConing and, and Nick Martin and that that are, that are coming. So that's that's an interesting market. Um, and then and then looking at the Brownlow, um, you know I, I haven't seen enough games to to be um, to be sort of like looking at it week by, you know, match by match and the like, but I know Petrarch's really dropped off and Patrick Cripps, one that stood out there, you know, like he still just feels like, you know, he's having an amazing season from what I can hear. And, he's, you know, he's playing in a team that's playing, winning more games. And I know Walsh is probably going all right, but but Patrick Cripps from 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 my memory is just don't, he's so much better than anyone else at Carlton. So yeah, he looks, sure. he looks a standout in the Brownlow market. And logical uh, when you throw your eyes over that um, that premiership market, um, is there anything? And and whether you're betting on it or not, you know, I know you probably haven't got your, you know, I know how you like to bet, and you like to be all over your betting, and you're probably perhaps not quite all over it to be throwing your hard earned down on something that you're not really focused on. But is there something that sort of stands out to you and go, geez, that that price for that team this time of the year for where they're positioned on the ladder, I. If I was if I was thinking of something that that might be something I'd I'd be interested in. Well, it's probably the one the one thing that stands out to me is Geelong aren't playing that good of football at the moment, and they're still reasonably placed on the ladder. So I get all those home games. 
and it's probably opposite to other years where they've been playing really good football at this time of year and then they've really they've dropped off come finals and maybe that's a good thing for them. But, but at the same time, you know, I did see a bit of them on the weekend and their midfield looked very weak without danger in the team. And that's a bit of a concern for them, their midfield depth. I, was, I know they've got a couple others to come back. Um, but, yeah, I would be, I'd be looking and just, just waiting until it gets a bit close to the finals and, and just looking at who's got that going to have that, that soft run or who's going to have the good injury run into the finals. And, and, it, and it, you know, most likely wouldn't be Melbourne that I'd be backing, but you still could get the chance where Melbourne actually are they're just that clear, you know, that they could yep. be just um, strong favourites and they could be value as well. So a bit awesome. of a wait and see job there, I think. Well, uh, mate, I, I know you have to run because you've you've got a uh, you've got a meeting uh, coming up now. But um, but mate, we'd love to get you back on um, at some time during the year, and definitely um, before the finals, and and maybe even around Brownlow time. I know you love to you know get your calculator out around finals time and and work out all those machinations of the different uh, prices and so forth. So perhaps if we were to um, we, we'd love to get you back before then, but definitely we'll uh, we'll have to lock you in for a finals appearance uh, as well. Yeah, thanks a lot. And keep up the good work, guys. Feedback from everyone I speak to is really, really good. So uh, artists, artists formerly known as Margaret, uh, I'm glad you're carrying that baton well. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, thanks so much for jumping in, buddy. And we'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon. See you, mate. Oh, what a treat, mother. We had uh, had Logical dropping in there. That's uh, that's awesome. And I'm sure the listeners will be uh, glad to hear his voice as well. And, um, you know, always uh, always good to hear his thoughts, um, particularly on, the, I know he's not following it week to week, but even those futures markets, you know, I still, he's, he's still, <laughs> he's, he's a sharp. He's a uh, sharp. He's someone a sharp. who's not Someone who's not sort of had his ear to the ground. He certainly had a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of opinions. <laughs> a sharp, <laughs> sharp, sharp unit, that's for sure. You take the footy out of the boy, yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right, mate. Well, we better straighten uh, straighten back up here and uh, and get on to uh, uh, this week of, of upcoming footy. So, uh, mate, if you want, we'll uh, we'll jump into the AFL first. I might even throw to you this week, uh, yep. Modler, and uh, you can go with your, what the model likes, and then I'll chime back in over the top. So, uh, so, mate, first of all, we've got on the Friday night, Western Bulldogs uh, hosting the Cats at Marvel Stadium. Doggies, $1.75, Cats, two oh eight, and uh, we've got a three-and-a-halfer there. Uh, mate, what is the model like? It's it's like in the Doggies here. So I've plugged Stanley and Rowan, Rowan in as, as ins for, for the Cats. Um, not plugged anyone in at the moment for the Doggies, and it's still liking them. It's got them about $1.53, and um, there's a – yeah, so decent, decent sort of edge there on the doggies, and there's a bit of upside too. I think Smith's pretty likely to come back in. Yeah, and I read that Wallace before. And, um, and JJ as well. So there's, uh, yeah, definitely a bit of upside there um, for liking the doggies at the moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's good to know, mate. I, I was pretty flat on that one. I didn't really have uh, a view one way or another. Um, I haven't gone back and look at the recent um, win loss rate of the cats, but one they just don't go too well down there at uh, at Marvel. Um, it, uh, I don't feel so. They don't really like it under the lid there. We know the doggies do, so you'd have to be on the home team there. I, I don't think I could be the other way on the cats. Um, so yeah, and, and English we saw on the weekend. I know against weak opposition, but we saw on the weekend what a you know, and that's why I said a few weeks ago, you know, when I was talking about him and, and some of the listeners might, might have thought that sounded a bit funny when I said he's, you know, probably their most influential player. Um, but he, he he makes a big difference to him these days. And, um, and and that was for all to see on the weekend. So with him up and running, we know the cats are pretty weak in the ruck. Um, he could uh, really, um, 
really lead him a merry dance. So yeah, mate. Okay, that's that's good. That's a good one for the uh, for the listeners straight up from the model. Um, mate, next one uh, we'll we'll talk to and we'll go through all the games this weekend. We got the uh, we got the um, impacted rounds in both AFL and NRL. So uh, Adelaide Crows on Saturday afternoon hosting West Coast Eagles. The weak Coast Eagles are back. <laughs> uh, the weak Coast Eagles. There's no doubt about that. Dollar twelve. The Adelaide Crows uh, six fifty here at Toppy. Uh, thirty eight. The line. Little bit of or thirty eight and a half. I should say. Little bit of juice in that one. Modler. What does the computer say? I've plugged uh, McGovern in for West Coast. I think there's a bit of noise that he's likely to come back in. Um, and it's that's brought them into about, uh, say, $4. Um, so, uh, yeah, against a 650, it's a bit of an edge there. Again, I wouldn't be playing into West Coast. I'd probably sort of overrule the model a bit there. Um, but maybe have a sort of split a half a unit between the head-to-head and the line if you're, if you're so inclined, I think. Yeah, well, I think my ratings have probably favoured the West Coast all year against the big uh, against the big lines, and I'm glad I haven't bet them all year because <laughs> you, probably, you probably would have come unstuck most of the time. Um, but uh, but this time my numbers did come up. Uh, I think I, I I had this uh, game um, pushing up toward. I think I had it forty uh, this game. So that twenty seven and a half that opener. Uh, was uh, was was a decent cop. So hopefully some of the, the listeners or some of the, the followers on Twitter uh, were able to have a look at that and, and maybe just grab a little bit of that one that raced up pretty quick. And that'll be our top sport market mover of the week. Um, Modler, that's, uh, that's been quite the shift. Um, probably we're always going to get Taylor Walker back, uh, which will make a big difference to them. And yeah. And the Crows actually, I know they got beat by 40 odd points down there at, uh, at, at the Cattery, but they actually weren't that bad. Like they probably, that game should have been a lot closer than it was. So, um, you know, if the Crows can actually, you know, get the ball, get, get the, uh, the little oval leather thing through the big sticks, um, they might, uh, they might just blow them off the park and, and West Coast have been horrible as we know. So, uh, I don't mind that one. Um, Next up, mate, we've got Gold Coast. Uh, this is back up in Darwin in TIIO Stadium. Uh, Gold Coast hosting the Kangas, <laughs> the embattled Kangas. Uh, $1.07 here, uh, North Melbourne, $8.50, and a half. Modler, what do you got? Yeah, I've, um, I think Zohar, is it? Might be out for North. Zohar, even, yep. Yeah, even with that, it's still like in North of the price. It's got them. You know, near enough half the price that they are at the market, about four thirty there. Um, and again, yeah, wouldn't you know, wouldn't be ploughing in the north given you know how they are at the moment. I'm happy to sort of override that. And one thing which the model hasn't sort of picked up on is that I believe Gold Coast have stayed up in, in the Northern Territory from last week, so they might be a bit more uh, acclimatised, I guess, and, and kind of used to to the conditions up there. So yeah, again, not not too confident on on um, you know following the model there, but again, probably. If you're so inclined, have another half unit. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think this is a bit of a classic leave for me. Uh, North Melbourne have uh, have been absolutely. I, I actually was right on on that number. I was on forty four. Uh, North Melbourne have been terrible. Uh, the Gold Coast, uh, and this one this one might be uh, one for uh, some of the listeners to tell us. And and maybe JT is usually pretty sharp on this sort of stuff. But I'm trying to think. 
Has there been another time where Gold Coast have been this strong a favourite? 44 and a half point line favourite Gold Coast. I'm I'm trying to think if that has ever taken place before and potentially someone can tell us uh, if that is the strongest favourite position that Gold Coast have ever found themselves in. I, I can't recall another time, uh, Modda, where they would have been that strong a favourite. But um, no, I'll, I'll no, throw no, that no. over. I'll throw that open to the listeners uh, for them to let us know if uh, if that is true or not. Uh, but that is a uh, definition of a pass game for me. That one, um, big game. This one, uh, Saturday uh, or oh, Saturday evening rather. Uh, Melbourne Demons uh, hosting Sydney Swans, and um, you know off the loss, a dollar twenty eight, and the Swans uh, three eighty five, twenty three and a half. Uh, the line there, Modler. What do you see? So I've plugged. I think. The D's get four back in. It's Harms, mm. Langdon, McDonald, and Salem. And then Swans are likely to get Hickey back in as well. Um, but, yeah, with all that said and done, I've got it right on the market. I've got, um, yeah, sort of no no lean really either way at all. So I'm probably going to sit this one out myself. Yeah, and I, I, I was a, uh, I was just uh, slightly below the number there. My number was at 21 and a half. Um, I still think at that 21 and a half, I was happy to have a bet. Uh, probably hard to come in now, but I still lean, I still lean, even though my number is on 23, I, I still lean Melbourne. I just think Melbourne coming off the loss. And um, and that, I guess this is probably something that, um, you know, Melbourne coming off the loss, the Swans coming off an emotional win, um, you know, a bit goes out of their sails. Maybe the boys get out Friday night, have a few frothies and, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Whereas Melbourne, on the other hand, you know, they, those boys wouldn't, wouldn't have slept for other reasons on, on the, yeah. uh, on the Saturday night after that game, they would have been uh, uh, filthy uh, with themselves. And I think they'll have a, a renewed steal uh, when they come out to play uh, this week. And, um, you know, I'd be very surprised if they don't lock down really defensively uh, on, on the Swans and, and really stifle their ball movement. I'd be very surprised if they don't get busy around the stoppages and really dominate the clearance and, um, and I think that Sydney are pretty weak there as well. So I really think that's an area of to exploit the Swans. Um, you know, so for those reasons combined, then when one of, one of the listeners actually, uh, one of the followers on Twitter actually highlighted it uh, around, you know, that Fremantle price goes off high 20s. And now, you know, that's that Swans price sort of open up low 20s. And it's sort of like, it doesn't quite feel right to have that yeah. bigger disparity in one week. Uh, so, um, yeah, for those reasons, I, I would still lean um, Melbourne. So I couldn't turn you off the 23 and a half. Obviously, was more happy with the 21. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's how I see that one. Uh, Monda, my team, your adopted team uh, from, uh, from the preseason, uh, the Hawks, uh, 265 here hosting the Pies, $1.50 they are, and 12 and a half the line. I'd be interested to hear what the model says. Yeah, I have been on the Hawks most weeks this season, I think, so far. And uh, definitely on them last week against Gold Coast. And, you know, it was a bit of a stinky effort. I'm sure you'd have more to say on that than I do. Um, and it's still just sticking with them this week. It's got, I think they're a chance to get Lynch and or Reeves in this week. I've plugged one of them in. They're, uh, they're sort of interchangeable for me. Yeah. Um, so it's got a slight lead to the Hawks at about 230 Um yeah, so at the 265 at Toppy, it's a it's probably worth half a unit for me. Yeah, not jumping out of my skin about it, Modler, but I thought I thought the opener at 14 and a half was too high. And um, and I think we'll still get down uh, a little bit lower than that. So happy to have a small on the Hawks at, at the 14. 
in terms of uh, of where we're at now, um, 12 and a half. Yeah, I still think you could probably have a have a small, but obviously liked them uh, better at the 14. Uh, Hawks have matched up pretty well against the Pies in, in recent history, and we've actually beat them a few times against the odds uh, as well. So uh, for whatever reason, Hawthorne seems to match up. Uh, we got towed up around the ball uh, last week, Modler, not having the Ruckman against the dominant Ruckman. You know, we really got smashed. Um, I really like Hawthorne without Gunston. Like Gunston's been so important for us this year. And I think, um, you know, we got away with it against Brisbane, but, you know, last week we missed his class and and all that. So, look, I couldn't be smashing into the Hawks here, but um, but I, do, I, I, I did think it was a play at the 14 and still can have a small go at the 12. So my lean is the Hawks line. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, buyer beware on that one. Uh, and then last but not least, rounding us out on the Sunday, uh, we've got Frio hosting Brisbane, which uh, this has to be the game of the round and, and the game of most interest. Um seventy are the Dockers, uh, two fifteen the Lions. Uh, we've got no five, and uh, we've got six and a half. Uh, Modler, what do you reckon? Yeah, so I, I ran this before any ins and outs, and it had a slight lean to Brisbane, and then I've plugged McCluggage, and I see he's a good chance to come back in, and it's definitely lumped for them now. It's got about a dollar fifty-five, dollar sixty, so um, yeah, quite a way shorter than the market there. The, I think it's two fifteen at Toppy, so definitely happy to to get involved there at Brisbane. Yeah, your model uh, has really favoured uh, Brisbane a, a lot this year. And uh, I have to say, I can't line up here, uh, Modler. Um, I, I actually like Freo here and um, probably wouldn't... Uh, I think the Toppy actually had some $1.74 up uh, a bit earlier uh, today. And um, they've just bought that back in a little bit. Um, $1.70 is usually about my limit for, for head-to-head betting. and um, But I'm happy to... Uh, I'm happy to take on the limit here. And um, yeah, I, I'm happy to put that one up as a bet here. I, I'll be back in Freo, $1.70. And um, I think uh, I think they'll be a good thing. I, I haven't been as imp- I know Brisbane is sort of, and I guess, I, I guess Logical alluded to it. It's a bit of a soft year up the front, yeah. you know, like Brisbane are the so-called second best team in the comp. And yet they find themselves four goals down most weeks um, yeah. against, you know, we've seen it against Essendon, against Adelaide. Happened against on the weekend against GWS, and I think it's happened a couple of other times throughout the year as well. If that's the second best team in the comp, well, geez, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's Melbourne or who, or who else? I think so. I'll be really interested to see uh, how they perform over there against uh, the very miserly Dockers. You know, can Brisbane score enough um, to uh, to get over the top? I don't think they can. I think Freo win. So um, that's uh, that's my take on that one. So uh, not too much uh, yet, Modler. Um, on the AFL, um, <clears throat> I'll have a bit of a, uh, you know, a bit more of a thorough look uh, on that before Thursday and uh, probably a good reminder to the listeners to make sure you go to our website and just subscribe to the email. I know there's been plenty of you that have done that so far and um, and, and no doubt you're, uh, you're getting our set um, for, for, the, for the weekend. Confirmation of what we speak about on the podcast and then also a bit more information if there's some new information that's come to hand. Uh, so, Modler, we might uh, flick over, mate, and, uh, and talk uh, to your game, uh, which is the NRRL. And uh, we're kicking off on Thursday night again. Jeez, 
PVL is really giving it to the AFL here with these Thursday night games. I don't know. We're we just giving you an absolute free kick, I think, with these uh, Thursday night games. But anyway, um, Gold Coast Titans uh, taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. So an all-Queensland affair. 265 the Titans. Uh, $1.50 the Cowboys. Uh, we're looking at five and a half. What do we got? Yeah, I, I'm surprised. It's it's really long for the Titans here, and I'm just looking at the ins and outs. And you know, the Titans have lost Fafita and their captain as well. Um, and yeah, North Queensland have lost a few to Origin, none the least Valentine Holmes, which is a, a big out for them. So um, yeah, all said and done, it's it's really lump for Gold Coast here. It's got them about a dollar seventy, which is quite a way shorter than the market there at two sixty. I think it's actually pushed out to two sixty five. This afternoon, so yeah, definitely a big play for me there on, on the Titans, and um, yeah, hopefully they can uh, yeah forget you know last week's shenanigans and, and just take it one week at a time. Yeah, very good. And I mean, it's and it's always an interesting betting round, isn't it? When you've got these um, you know this origin interruption. Yeah. A lot of players going out, you know, the Pope has spoken to us about it before. You know, when you're missing some of those key spinal players. And, uh, and they're not only your spine, but they're also the best player in your team, which is why they go into origin. Taking them out, actually, it can have a greater impact than just, uh, I guess, the impact if, like, just on a normal betting round, the impact that they would not, you know, it just magnifies yeah. when, when these really strong spine players come out of these teams. So, um, yeah, that's really interesting that you have that lean on the Titans at such a, at, at, at such a big price. model. How would you bet this one? I would probably, I'd probably be sort of betting everything I could. So yeah. head to head line, Love that. At, it's probably Love as well. So Argent, yeah, okay, yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, plus, only plus. And yeah, as you mate alluded to with the with the guys missing from Origin, so like the, the you know the coaches have a decision to make: do you do you play a, another guy out of position, or do you bring in a you know a guy from reserve grade who hasn't had many minutes? And it's you know it's it's hard to. Yeah, guys playing out of position, you know, it's the there's yeah, it's it's sort of hard for them to to gel and especially yeah, getting new guys, you know, out of the resis too. It's it's you know, there's a lot of ifs and buts that can happen. So yeah, all said and done, I'm, I'm happy to be on the Titans anyway this week. Yeah, very good. And and mate, ordinarily this is an interesting betting game in itself because uh, I don't know what we'd make that line normally, but I reckon it would be north of probably 23, 24 points uh, yeah. under normal circumstances. And I'm talking about the Penrith Panthers um, hosting at home at Blue Bet Stadium. That's that's their home ground? It is, yeah. Yeah, so Penrith at home hosting the Dogs, $1.32 the Panthers versus the Dogs, three forty, And we've only got nine and a half, Modler. That's right, yeah. So Panthers lose six to Origin and, and all pretty yep. key position players. So they lose both their halves. They lose Toho. Um, yeah, Martin Crichton, um, to name to name a few others. So, and Canterbury, um, to their advantage, I guess they actually didn't lose Ado Car, so they haven't picked him this year. So he sticks around and plays um, plays the home and away season this this weekend at least. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's um, yeah, no, no surprises. The model hasn't really liked Penrith at the price most rounds this year, and it's um, yeah, it's got Canterbury about two forty for this match. So again, a good good way short of the, the market there. And again, yeah, happy to, to, to play in the head to head and, and lines and that kind of thing there. Yeah. I'm loving this modeler. Uh, this is a, a real uh, opportunity this round. And um, yeah, that's exciting uh, to see those big prices coming up, you know, 
think some people just look at the name Penrith Panthers and just think, oh, well, you know, I'll pile into the minus, you know, they're just going to flog the dogs. But yeah. are they really the Penrith Panthers without all of those players? You know, that's, that's, that's the thing, you know, that it's not the same team, is it? Um, very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, good, mate. Saturday, uh, Four Points Park, Manly's uh, home ground. Um, the Eagles are taking on the Warriors. $1.55 the Sea Eagles, uh, $2.45 the Warriors, five and a half we're looking at here, Modler. Um, what are you serving up? Yeah, so Manly lose Jared Evans, obviously, to Origin and, and Trevojevic previously out for the season. So they're, they're missing a few decent players here. Um, uh, and the Warriors don't look to have lost, uh, I'm not sure they've lost anyone for this round. Um, having said all that, though, it's only slightly got a, a yeah the smallest of edges on the Warriors okay. at about 238. So at the 245, I'm probably not hugely keen to get involved there. Um, probably, yeah, I'll sit that one out, I'd say. Yeah, stay out there. Okay, fair enough. And uh, and then to round us out, so only the really short round, four games of footy uh, in the NRL on the weekend. Uh, we've got the Pope's Milk uh, taken on the Roosters, 230 uh, to 162, and we're looking at three and a half line. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Canberra have lost Whiten and Parley, and then Roosters have lost Tedesco, who's coming into good, some good form right yeah. uh, come origin time, and, and Tupo as well. Um, so, yeah, a couple of, I guess, key outs for both teams there. And, and all said and done, I'm, I'm leaving this one alone as well. I've got it right on the market. So, yeah, uh, yeah probably uh, get involved on the Thursday and Friday night, and hopefully that, that bodes us well for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, okay. Excellent, mate. So Titans and uh, Dogs and uh, and Modler, I think you might have just had a couple of um, little origin tidbits that you might want to uh, alert the punters to a little bit early on in the piece. Yeah, that's right. So I guess one of the happy accidents of having a, a player-based model is with things like origin, it sort of lends itself. You just plug the players in and you know, get a price out. So um, it's, it's historically done well on origin, especially on the game-by-game prices. So what I do is run the game-by-games and I can also run sort of the series props as well, the correct scores and the series winners there. Um, yeah, and so far it's, it's like in New South Wales at the price uh, game one. I've got them about $1.33 and there's, I think it's $1.62 at Toppy last I looked. Um, yeah, okay, that's big. Yeah, big big edge there. Yeah. And um, and yeah, what I do with the, with the uh, props is just sort of multiply all those prices out for the games that are there so I can get correct scores and series winners there. And, and again, I think there's dollar sixty two on New South to win the series, and I've got that about a dollar thirty eight. Um, so a decent edge there, and also if you're keen to get involved in the correct scores, I've got some slight edges on the three nil and the two one. But um, yeah, three nil's historically pretty hard to to yeah. uh, come by in Origin. I think it's been about twelve years since any team did it, and it's been about twenty two years I think since New South did it. So um, yeah, um, if I probably more interested in the series winner than the correct scores there. Yep. Okay. Um, all right, mate. And of course, all of those prices uh, that we've mentioned tonight uh, coming to you from Top Sport, uh, great Australian bookie. Um, Tristan and the guys do a fantastic job and, um, and Modler, they look after you. You know, they're really good with their customer service. If you've ever got a query or a question, you know, they're a punter first uh, type organization. And, um, you know, I couldn't speak more highly of them yeah, from my own point of view. And, um, and I guess that's why we're associated with the mother. I, I went out and spoke to Tristan uh, in the first place and, 
And, uh, you know, they were the, the, the number one brand that I wanted to be associated with. And, uh, and he was more than happy to have us on board. So all of our prices coming to you from Top Sport. Uh, if you haven't got on board and joined up at Top Sport yet, go to the website, uh, www.topsport.com.au. And of course, uh, download the app. Well, uh, Modler, I think that's about uh, it for us this evening. As I mentioned, uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 go back and uh, and we'll consolidate some of that stuff on the email. So make sure you go there, subscribe, get to the collection tin, and give that a little rattle because hopefully we're uh, helping you put some money in your pocket. And um, and Modler, how good it was lovely to have uh, Logical uh, to swing by and and say g'day. Um, but mate, without any further ado, I might get you to sign us off. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.